What is going on, dads? And welcome to The Betwixt, recorded on Sunday, March 28th, 2021. I'm your host, John, and thank you for joining me tonight for some Nintendo and Monster Hunter. Hey, everybody. Well, Monster Hunter is upon us. It came out a couple days ago now. Feels like feels like a month ago. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise was released for the Switch. Uh, this is the first real Monster Hunter game for the Switch, and this is obviously a very popular franchise. Um, amazingly popular in Japan, uh, but very popular here in, uh, in America. Um, not the biggest franchise in the world, but everybody knows people that play Monster Hunter, and it's an obsession. And so this is the first big game for the Switch. Um, the previous one, Monster Hunter Generations, was... Um, kind of a 3DS port to tide people over. And it took long enough, but uh, we did finally get it. And uh, for the Betwixt, I wanted to talk about it because I myself am a Monster Hunter beginner. Um, I played about 10 to 15 hours of Monster Hunter uh, on the Wii U. And this was mostly because the Wii U had no games, folks. Uh, so I was pretty desperate. And I can't remember what it was that got me to playing it besides, oh, look, another Wii U game has come out. That's rare. Um, but I did play for about 10 to 15 hours. And I remember back at that time, my wife, uh, she was kind of an observer when I played games. She was like my wingman. And she was not into Monster Hunter at all. Um, I would go around and spend most of my time like picking up mushrooms and things like that. And it was a long process um, I'd go fight the same monsters over and over again. And somehow I did make it quite a quite a bit in, but I was never really good at it. I never really pursued learning more about it. Um, and then I put the game down, never really got back to it. I have tried Monster Hunter probably a few times in my life. I feel like it's a game I really want to play, but when I do, I'm just not attracted to it. So um, yeah, for the Betwixt this week, I wanted to give some beginner tips for anyone interested in trying out Monster Hunter Rise. And I wanted to do it from the perspective of a beginner. I think there's a, there's a lot of material. You can go on YouTube and learn, you know, beginner tips. And I do recommend watching those videos on beginner tips. But the problem is they're often given to you by advanced players. And sometimes they're just not explaining things the right way. Um, so... As I've been playing Monster Hunter and I look like I'm really starting to get into the series now with this game, um, I just wanted to capture me as a beginner giving some beginner advice and maybe it'll help you get into the game. So um, yeah, let's get started. Um, so first of all, yeah, we said Monster Hunter Rise. Um, this is an all new game. This is getting uh, internationally released on the same day. I think this is the first time this has happened. Uh, Monster Hunter World, I believe I heard from uh, Sam today. Um, also was released worldwide at once. But previous to that, there would often be like a year uh, between like the Japanese release and the American release. Um, so everyone's kind of getting this at once. And what makes Monster Hunter Rise a good game to start with is that in the, the last couple generations of this game, they are aiming to try to make it a little more beginner-friendly and um, there's more quality of life to it. And so there are some things in Monster Hunter World that are mm, uh, people really liked. A lot of people got into the series with that one. But the only problem is 
that, you know, Monster Hunter World was not on a Nintendo system. <laughs> it is a PC and, and the consoles. And by the way, Monster Hunter World is available on Game Pass now. So if you wanted to try, um, you can play that for free. Um, but yeah, no, I've really been getting into it. Um, I almost quit on G, like the next morning. I almost quit and said, this is just not for me. Um, but one of the things that got me into it was I decided to just sit down for a half hour and go through menus and walk around the little town and just talk to everybody and get a real feel for what everybody does. The game can feel overwhelming because they're constantly throwing tutorials at you early on. You feel like constantly, and these are the kind of tutorials that are like page after page after page. And it's like, I'd rather just like learn it as I go, but they throw a lot at you to start and it is overwhelming. Um, but just like get through it. And then once kind of you've done a couple quests, just sit down and walk around the town, make sure you understand what everybody's role is. Cause everyone does have a clear role and there are a lot of characters that right, at least right now don't have a role. So it can feel overwhelming. Like, why is that person there? Why is that person there? But they're just sitting down. They just give you a little advice. They're not really important. Um, there's like a couple merchants that, you feel like, oh, God, I don't know what this is they're selling, you know, that sort of thing. But honestly, they keep selling the same stuff. And you get an idea like this merchant is good for like a couple things and that's it. You don't have to worry about too much. Um, so here's some just some random shit I've learned. I'll try to do this in more of a chronological order of importance, but um, just some random shit I learned about Monster Hunter. I'm going to kind of impart to you. Um, first thing I think is very important is why do people like this game? The, the reason why I like this game, I, I see it like this. Why do you like an RPG? I love RPGs. And one of the reasons I love RPGs is I love quests. I like to get into an RPG. I like a main storyline. And I like all the silly side quests, right? Witcher 3 comes to mind. Uh, Witcher 3 is a game where you just go in, you do some main quests, you do some side quests, tons of quests, quest, 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 quest. Um, and I love Witcher 3. Monster Hunter is the same thing. It's an RPG with tons of quests, except there's no real story. They just kind of take that out. This is a game about questing. Uh, a friend of mine, Dylan, uh, called this game a hoarding game. And it's so true. It's just about going through, doing quests, ticking off boxes, uh, collecting as many potions as you can, items as you can. Um, this is a game where fighting the same monsters over and over again has value. You know, oh, you, you already beat this monster? Well, beat him again, beat him again, get more pelts, you know, get their teeth, get their whiskers. Um, it's just about doing quests. And the, the nature of this game has you constantly doing what are considered more like main quests and then side quests at the same time. And I'll get a little bit into that later. Um, but there's just always something to go on. And even though some of the levels can take a little while, I mean, a, a monster fight could take you 20 to 30 minutes. But once you finish it, you can put the game down and come back later fresh. Um, so it's it's almost like a mobile game, except that you can't play it for two minutes. You got to play it for maybe 20 minutes. But you're, you're never like in the middle of something like an RPG. You can put this game down for a month and come back and really kind of continue. There's 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 no real thread. There's only just enough story um, to explain why you're doing any of this. But that's it. Um, and that's why people like it. If you love questing and, and accomplishing things, um, this is just kind of a streamlined version of that. Um, you definitely don't have to have played a previous game. You don't have to have played Monster Hunter 2, uh, Try, 3, 4, World. You don't. You don't. At all. Period. Done. 
just start with rise. Um, one of the more common questions you get, I mean, and I've had this question too, um, when you're going to start a game, um, you'll notice uh, it's actually really cool in the Monster Hunter games. You tend to get all the weapons right at the start. You're not unlocking weapons. And the reason why they do that is because there is no real starting weapon. They want you to be able to use any weapon that's available and see what you like. Um, and you can upgrade all these weapons. So don't get me wrong. As you go, you're going to be upgrading. Um, but they want you to kind of pick out your weapon early on. There is no starter weapon, though. Um, it's a very common question. Everyone has their own opinion, though. And when you're asking advanced players what's the best starter weapon, they're really not the best people to be answering that question because they understand all the weapons. Um, there is no starter weapon. I've said this now three times, and it's true. Uh, so what I suggest is pick one. Just take a look at them and pick one. Uh, you don't need to know much. Most of the weapons are big and slow weapons. Um, there's a gun-type weapon, though. Uh, there's the double blades um, that are very fast. So if you like using a faster weapon, you know, try that. But just pick one and go with it for a long time. That's what I'm doing right now. I picked the double blades as my starter weapon because I felt like... And, and I, I've previously you played this game where you use these big swords, but they're really slow. And I was like, oh, let me just do something a little more normal. And what I'm finding is I'm not in love with this weapon. This weapon has not revolutionized the game for me at all. But I continue to use it in all my quests because I just want to make sure I've learned as much about it as possible. I've watched a couple of YouTube videos about how to use this particular weapon. And I've gone to the training area, which is a really valuable place in this game. You should definitely go to the training area. Um, it'll show you combos and what your moves are, and they'll teach you. And just... Keep using it, even if you don't like it. Keep using it. Try to use this as like a baseline knowledge for a weapon. Because then what you can do, maybe 10 or 15 or even 20 hours into the game if you want, um, is then switch the weapon. And then you will know much more quickly if you like the new weapon. Because I'm telling you, if you go in and use the great sword, which is a very popular weapon, you might hate it right away and then switch away from it or whatever. You just, you have to try one because the key to this game is the battling system. It's not the weapon you're using. That's not as important. It's, it's the battling system, okay? The ramp up is learning how to fight the monsters. Um, so just pick what you like and go with it. And, and following up on that, another tip is some of these weapons are very awkward to use. Um, it, they kind of look like the buster sword from Final Fantasy VII, right? They're, they're big. You'll swing it. It's really slow. You'll smash it into the ground. It'll take a while to pick it back up. And that's because if fighting in this game by bashing buttons, you know, this isn't Bayonetta. This isn't a brawler game or anything like that. The point of this game is watching the monsters, picking up on their behaviors, um, Think about Mike Tyson's punch out when you play that. You're, you're watching, you don't just go in and start throwing punches. You watch these boxers and see what are their tells? What, what are they telling you uh, when, they, when they're going to punch you? They, there's usually some kind of sign that they give that they're about to do that. And then you dodge out of the way and you attack. And that's what this game is. The, the goal of this game is understanding the behavior of the monster. Get in the head of the monster. Every monster has very distinct behaviors. Um, if you fight, there's this one monster, um, I'm really bad with monster names, so I, I won't even be able to name any of them. Um, there's a monster that looks like a giant rabbit. And if you watch that monster, 
um, he always sort of gives you his back end. Um, as long as you're not in front of him, you, you can get a good shot at him. So you try to get behind him and hit from behind. Um, he'll start throwing some punches. Just let him do it. And then when he's done, hit him from behind, okay? Every monster has tons of strategies, I bet. Um, you just have to pick up on a strategy. Don't worry about being overwhelmed and feeling like I don't know enough about this particular battle. Just try to figure it out yourself as much as you can. And then if you want later, you can look up some guides or, you know, whatever, or just watch other people fight and get an idea of like some new strategies or something more, um, something more efficient, right? I was playing with Sam today and he was accentuating, um, trying to hit these bosses in the face because that's where your weapons have the most impact. And I said, I'm sure, but I've found that when I'm facing the monster, that's usually when I'm going to get crushed the most. And that's true too. So you have to just kind of know when you can get in front of that monster and hit them in the face and when you need to back off. That's just, that's just it. Um, a, a simple concept that uh, I found tricky, you have an item bag and an item box in this game. The item box appears in your room but mm, through the magic of alternate galaxies, <laughs> alternate timelines, um, that same item box is located in other places in the game, different areas of the, the, um, the town that you're in. Um, the item box you can think of as your storage. You can put tons of shit in it, okay? Um, but your item bag is very limited. If you have a potion in your item bag, you'll see a little number that basically says you can only carry up to 10 potions, um, but in your box, you can put in way more. I'm not sure the exact number, but you can just like shove stuff in this box. Um, and one thing that's really nice about it is like it's like Animal Crossing. When you go and you want to, you know, craft something, they make you have the item in your in your item bag. Right. If you have a bunch of stuff in your storage in your house, um, that doesn't fly here. If you have stuff in your item box, you can go craft stuff. You can go um, to the blacksmith. Um, so a lot of the shit that you have in this game, just throw it in your item box. Think about your item bag is what do I need to have on me when I'm when I'm in a battle? And that's it. I, I usually keep potions, traps, um, anything like that, bombs, anything that I think I need for my battle. Um, everything else you know, materials, you know, just random stuff, just throw it in your box. Don't bring it with you. Um, you want to have your item bag as empty as possible so that you can carry more stuff with you out of the level when you're done. So um, that's the difference between the item bag and the item box. When battling, um, we're going to start getting into the battling now, but the, the first bit of advice is you need to sharpen your weapons. Um, the more you use your weapon, the more you're going to need to sharpen it. You have a whetstone on you. This is common in most games. You have a whetstone on you, and you can use that whetstone an unlimited number of times. So even though you have to constantly sharpen your weapons, it's not an exhaustible resource. Your, your weapons won't break. Your whetstone won't break. You won't have to pay money to, to have them sharpened. Um, but you just have to know that you have to like keep them sharpened as you go. In levels when you're not dealing with a big monster... Like sometimes you're just dealing with finding items and little monsters. Um, you generally don't have to worry about the sharpening. Um, as the monsters get bigger, uh, you will, you know, sharpen from time to time. And then once you get kind of the, the moderately sized monsters that are fairly early in the game and within the first 10 hours, um, you're going to be sharpening a lot. 
Um, the, the thing to remember with it is always sharpen when you can. Uh, monsters will always sort of run away at given times in during the battle. So you're not done fighting them, but they run away. And that's really, it gives you time to sharpen your blade, um, eat some food, and just basically, it's almost like a round in boxing, right? Like, you know, get yourself together and, you know, we're going to go battle in the, the woods over here. So keep that in mind early. You're going to need to sharpen your blade. Another good bit of advice here, this is one of my favorites, is really play with and understand the radial menu. Um, so the radial menu, when you're in a level, um, you hold down the L button on your controller, and you're going to see this circular menu come up on the bottom of the screen. And it's not very intuitive, but it's a circular menu, and in, in each of the eight directions is like an item or something you can do. You'll also see four, um, I think it says shortcut menu one, shortcut menu two, three, four. And if you press ZR, you can alternate through them. Um, I've only ever used shortcut menu one, but there's plenty to plenty to play with there. This is something, remember when I said I sat down for like a half hour and tried to understand the menus? This is a very important one. Really understand how that thing works. What you're doing is you're pressing down the L button and then you move the, the R stick in a direction and then you let go of the R stick. So for example, I have potion as uh, the, the left direction. So I hold down L and then I flick my right stick to the left and then I let it go. And my guy will take, well, my girl uh, will take a potion. Okay. Um, my down is mapped to writing on my Palamute. And I'll, I'll get into that in a second. Um, and it's a quick way to just, you know, you just press L and flick down and boom, your Palamute's going to come over to you and you don't have to, you know, go to it and press the button. Uh, you don't have to think about it. Just try to get used to this stuff. There are some um, expedition missions here that have no time limit and just walk around and figure it out. Um, if you go to your settings, you can chain, you can map all the different actions you want on the radial menu and you can do all the different shortcut menus. So I imagine you could use one of the other shortcut menus for common gestures and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, on the first menu, you know, have your potions, have your traps because you'll want those really quickly. Um, writing the Palamute, the map. Um, there's a lot of good default ones there. Um, but really play with that. And um, I found it really useful because the other menu, the item menu, is much more, how would you describe it? It's it's a bit bulky to use. It just goes left and right. And you can have like, you know, 20 items. And it's, you know, map these things to your radial menu and use that all the time. Um, so it's a game about quests, right? Nice and easy. Do quests. Um, so what is that like? What is what is the cycle of play? Um, so right now, my cycle of play is I do a quest. And then when I come out of that, I will uh, go over to my item box. Uh, maybe not every time, but maybe every other time. And I will throw everything that I don't need in my item bag into the into the item box. And it's not maybe not every time because the item bag doesn't fill up all that fast. Um, so I throw everything that I can into my item box that I don't need. I just keep my potions and I, I just keep my um, traps and, and that sort of important stuff on me. Um, then I go around town and check if anyone has anything for me. You really don't have to go walking all that much. Um, if you press start and then press L um, to go to the next menu to the left, um, you can warp to 
anywhere in the town, and fast travel is really fast in this game. It is instantaneous, so use it. Um, you don't have to go walking from place to place. And you'll actually see if anyone has anything to talk to you about in any area of the town, it'll show up on that fast travel too. So you can just do a quick scan. You can usually just look around 360. Um, if somebody has something to say, you'll see little blue marks, red marks, that sort of thing. Um, so I go to check to see if anyone has anything for me. Um, I like to go and buy as many potions as I can. Um, I think you make a pretty good amount of money in your battles and potions aren't expensive. So I always make sure that I'm, I'm full. Um, and then I pick my next quest. And I really like that about this game is you can pick your next quest, but you don't actually have to do it immediately. You just basically set your next quest and then there'll be a little button on the top that says, you know, press ZR to start your quest. Um, but what I do is then I go eat. Um, if it's going to be a big boss battle, big monster battle, I will always go eat. Um, I, you don't really need to eat if you, if you don't do it. So you don't have to, um, but go eat. Uh, it's a really fun animation. Um, but you'll find is that when you eat, you can choose certain buffs that last the whole level. Um, so it's always, it's always smart to go eat and it's not that expensive anyway. And then you go and you do your quest and then you just rinse and repeat. It's, it, it gets kind of casual and kind of therapeutic. So, um, just enjoy it. Um, after every handful of quests, um, it just really depends. I will then go to the blacksmith to see if there's any armor or weapons I can upgrade. Um, a lot of the, especially the armor is themed around the monsters so if you, you know, kill of a lot of, you know, one certain monster, you can get their armor and you'll oftentimes it'll look like that monster. Um, and then, you know, you might try to get like every piece of the armor. I think you get an, an upgrade if you have all five pieces of that armor, but you'll also look sick, you know, and um, yeah. And then decide, OK, what's next? What's the next monster where the, de the defensive attribute is higher and it's a monster I can beat? And then maybe you go and you run a, you know, a bunch of missions and try to beat that monster. Um, once you beat a monster in this game, you'll tend to find that monster again in other levels. So you don't have to keep playing the same mission. And I certainly wouldn't keep playing the same mission because I feel like you're just kind of wasting your time. But play through all the missions. But if you see that particular monster there, which you probably will, um, go beat them again and go grab some more stuff. And then, you know, like I said, every, I don't know four or five missions go check with the blacksmith and see you know what am i close on what do i want to do um that sort of thing but certainly you don't have to see them every single time now online play online play is handled really well in this game um, but it's not always clear what you have to do um, so the cool part about online play is it feels just like offline play um what you want to do is there's a cat uh, there's a cat he's standing by himself he's nearby where the the main guy is and you go talk to the cat and the cat will let you go online i think you have to get through the tutorials before you can do this so you go talk to the cat and it, you can just say play online you can look for friend lobbies or you can just find some random people there's tons of people right now playing and you go into their lobby a lobby can only have four people and the cool thing about the lobby is it doesn't mean that all four of you have to play the same mission. It's sort of like a, a, a chat room for what do we want to do? So let's say, for example, there's, there's four people, right? A, B, C, and D. And person A wants to do a certain quest, so they choose it on the board. But let's say person B doesn't want to do that quest, so they make their own quest, B. 
Now you can go and join either quest A or quest B. And then you guys can just go together. Or that person can even start their quest. And then you just go join their quest. Or maybe you did A's quest and you come back and now you want to jump into B's quest. Um, You can just kind of drop in and out. And it's really cool. Um, I like that because in some other games, I want to think like Triforce Heroes, if you remember, everyone had to like select what they wanted to do. And then it just randomly picked something. So, (coughs) excuse me. So basically, um, oh, I don't want to do this quest. I already did it. And it's like, oh, but now I have to do it because the random generator picked it. Um, Same with like Mario Kart or whatever. So it's it's nice if, you know, you can if one other person wants to do some different quest, go ahead and do it. Um, You know, you don't get forced into it. And then if you don't want to do any of them, you can just leave the lobby. You're not forced into it. You can leave whenever you want. So um, you want to go over to the gaming hub and the gaming hub is basically an area that it's a small area that has all the other stuff in the town. So, you know, you can eat there. Um, You can check your equipment there. There's an item box there. There is a mission person, the you know, the twins that are in this game. Um, one of them handles sort of the offline quests, the village quests, that sort of thing. And the other person's doing like the online uh, quests, um, like the hub quests is what they call them. So, um, yeah, it's not super intuitive, um, but that's kind of an idea of what you're doing. So um, hopefully that helps you. And I'll say that a lot of people who love Monster Hunter say this game is better as a multiplayer game. And I'm I'm thinking yes and no. Uh, it depends on who you are. Some people don't like playing online, obviously. So if you don't, it's not going to do it for you. But playing online is a very different experience than playing by yourself. I actually do enjoy playing by myself because, first of all, I get to decide what we do. Um, if I want to, like, find some stupid... I'm working on an armor set that's made from these little mosquito characters that take a couple hits to kill. Um, it's, it's not a glamorous monster and most people would be like, oh, let's go fight these big monsters. And they're like, well, let me get the mosquitoes. It gives you the option to do what you want to do, pursue the resources you're trying to collect. Um, so I think there's a lot of playing solo in this game, but you could play it completely online too. If you have the right set of friends, everyone's enjoying the game. You can just play online constantly with them. But I would say that, you know, you can expect for the most part, um, to play this game alone a lot of the time. Uh, just doing what you want to do. Um, but it is really fun to play with multiple people. I would suggest voice chat, obviously. You need to strategize. Um, and I think a lot of it is just just chatting and shooting the shit while you play, too. Uh, I, this game can get very, you know, automatic. Um, oh, you know, you're fighting these same monsters over and over again. You, you're not going to strategize every moment of the game. So you're just all there. You're trying to beat this monster for the 10th time and talk about your day and that sort of thing. So it's um, it, both ways are good. Um, expect to play both. Now, Monster Hunter Rise has uh, something new. Is He's called the Palamute, which is pretty funny because it's a dog and it's kind of based on the term Malamute, but it's your Palamute. And the Palamute is a quality of life animal. Um, you're actually going to like give it its appearance and name right at the beginning of the game too, just like your own character. Um, you actually get a, 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 a few pets right in the beginning. Um, but the Palamute is there for a lot of things. One of them is going to be, it allows you to get around faster. Um, you don't have to run everywhere or walk everywhere. Um, you can get on your Palamute and it's kind of like a, like a zip line across, 
Um, I use the Palamute all the time. And I think when you first start playing, you might not use your Palamute all the time. He does attack a lot, so he can be helpful even if you just ignore him. Um, but if you get on the Palamute, and you'll learn using the radial menu, it's really easy to do it, um, that you can not only, you not only go faster, um, he can help you get over smaller um, cliffs, not like huge cliffs, but smaller cliffs. Um, when you're running, you press ZR to jump, and he can like jump up these smaller cliffs. Um, he can climb the IV, so you don't have to get off for that. And the other cool thing is you can fight enemies on the Palamute and even like skin them, uh, you know, harvest them, whatever you want to call it. And you can pick up items along the way. It really go back to when I was playing on the Wii U. Um, I did not have a Palamute. I had to like run around. It was kind of slow. If I saw a mushroom on the ground, I had to like harvest the mushroom and it took literal seconds to do. It might not sound like a long time, but when you're doing that 15 times in a level, and hundreds of times in a sitting, yeah, it takes a while. Um, the, the Palamute lets you do a lot of things. And if you couldn't, like, skin the animals, if you couldn't pick up the mushrooms and stuff on the ground without getting off the Palamute, and you know games that did that, where you, you jump on and then you have to jump off, jump on, jump off, um, it would really be an annoying thing. But you can do just about everything on the Palamute. <laughs> so... It may not be the most productive. Like, you don't want to battle a monster entirely on a Palamute um, just because of the movement and all that. But um, there's a lot you can do. So when you're when you're playing around and doing your expeditions or training, practice getting on the Palamute and doing the same things that you're doing, and you'll find that um, they're pretty handy. Another nice thing about it, and this is a tip that I heard a lot from other, from other sources, is when you're on the Palamute, and you're like maybe going to where this giant monster has gone to, um, use your whetstone while the Palamute is right, you know, while you're riding the Palamute. Um, use your potions. You can do all these things while you're there. So you're like multitasking as you go. Um, and that's a great part about when the monsters leave and relocate themselves is, uh, you know, use these things as you go. Saves time. Side questing. Um, the same person, Hinoa, who is giving you the, the regular main quests, um, you can do the side quests too. Side quests are not the same thing as in like RPGs. Um, you can have up to five side quests at a time and they're generally like collect three honey, col uh, beat eight small monsters, that sort of thing. And so these are things you can do while you're doing your quests. Um, and they repeat a lot. I mean, when you beat the, you know, beat eight small monsters, there's going to be another side quest that's probably the same exact thing, or maybe 10 small monsters or whatever. Um, always have five of these. You can have up to five. Always have five of these going because you're going to be doing these things anyway. You're going to be picking up mushrooms. You're going to be finding honey. You're going to be defeating enemies. So just have these missions going and you'll get credit towards that side quest. If you don't have the side quest going for small monsters and you defeat a hundred of them you get nothing so it's really just a way of registering that you're going to do something and then getting credit for it and you'll get these orbs which help you to upgrade and forge armor so you really want to keep these things rolling you don't always have to go super out of your way every time you're fighting a monster oh let me make sure i find you know eight sets of bones or whatever um but just make sure you have these constantly going and then as you tick off each one you might have one or two or three that finish up in a particular level. Um, make sure you get all filled up to five again. 
um, and just keep that rolling, keep it rolling and, um, you know, hoard everything that you can. Um, there's a training area in this game. I think I mentioned that there's also training missions. Um, use them, <laughs> use the training area, especially if you're trying a new weapon. Um, or even like if you've used your weapon, you know, in 20 different missions, go back to the training area and see if there's something new that you can glean from it. You know, something that you now know that helps you understand something else. Um, so use that training area a lot. And then obviously if you switch weapons, you know, use that for a while there too. And then there's training missions. You'll get a little check mark when you do them, but with training missions and I mean, any mission, but especially training missions, you might want to do it a second time. There are some training missions. The one that teaches you how to trap a monster um, and capture it, there's multiple ways to do it. But if you use one of the ways to do it and succeed, then it ends the training mission. And I found that, wait, I didn't try it the other way. So go back in and do the training mission again. Even though it's already checked and you won't accomplish anything, you will accomplish learning the game a little better. So it's worth it. Um, Just use those resources. And uh, another thing about what advanced players do, I mean, advanced players can give you tons of advice, but that advice might be handy for them now, but may not be handy for a beginner. Um, And one of the weird things I keep hearing is, oh, Monster Hunter, you know, yeah, when you start the game, they're making you do all these tiny things, find mushrooms, fight these little monsters. It doesn't get interesting until you get to the bigger monsters. And in some ways, that's true. Um, I think a lot of the fun of the game, especially online, is fighting these big monsters together. But I had a lot of fun doing the small stuff, too. And frankly, the small stuff is nice because it's not so scary. Once you start fighting these bigger monsters, you could be fighting these guys for like a half hour. Um, It was kind of nice trying to find the eight mushrooms in a level that are like literally on the map. It doesn't seem very exciting to an advanced player because they've gone through hundreds and hundreds, even thousands of hours of Monster Hunter, and that's what they want to get to. You know, when you've played three versions of the game and now you're playing the new game, you want to see the new monsters. You don't care about the mushrooms. You want to see the new monsters. But for a beginning player, these quests are all about learning the game. So when you're finding, you know, the honey or whatever there is, um, use that as a way to learn. Um, And every time I do a mission, I try to like find something that I find annoying or something that I feel like could be better. And I try to learn a better way to do it. Um, There's the wire bugs in this game. And I won't get into wire bugs because I feel like that's something you'll just have to learn from the game. But, you know, try to use your wire bugs more. You know, I, I find I often don't use them too much. Um, But they're really handy for scaling cliffs and learning those techniques. They're handy for dashing forward. And then they become useful for avoiding attacks from monsters. Just try using them. Just force yourself to use this stuff so that every time you do a level, you know, maybe you've used the wire bug 10 to 20 times and you're just a little more used to it. Um, The other big thing with the wire bug is when you get hit by a monster, generally you get flung into the air and you hit the ground and you might be on the ground for a little bit and then you kind of get up slowly and it could really lead to you getting hit over and over and over again, especially when it's just you in a mission. Um, There is a move now where when you get hit into the air, you can hold down ZL and press B. And what'll happen is you will sheath your weapon and you will like get back on your feet more quickly. 
Um, so it's really handy for, oh, I got hit. Let me do the ZLB and now I can run away and I can, maybe you can like, you know, get some potion or jump on your Palamute or something like that. I am still like trying to get used to that. Usually when I get hit, I'm usually in shock that I got hit and I forget to do it. Um, but try to get yourself to get in that rhythm of doing it. Um, just constantly try to better yourself. Even if you do a mission you've done before and you're just harvesting a particular monster, try to make yourself better every time you do it. And the final bit of advice is maybe Monster Hunter is not for you. I mean, I, it's exciting. The game just came out. It's a big release. Um, I started a fall for the hype of it, even though I don't normally like Monster Hunter. Um, but I really do kind of like it this time. But hey, if you don't like it, that's okay. <laughs> you don't have to play it. Um, don't feel the pressure on it. Um, it's not super popular here in America, although I think it's going to get more popular with Monster Hunter Rise. Um, but that's okay. This, this isn't a game that's universally loved, okay? A lot of people don't like this game. If you don't like it, just move on to something else. What can I tell you, man? But that's it. Um, hopefully... I gave you some bits of information that might be helpful as a beginner. Um, the last time, the next time I talk about Monster Hunter, probably next week, I probably won't get into too much detail, but um, I'm hoping to be a lot better of a Monster Hunter player. And uh, the more I learn, maybe the less, uh, you know, I, I won't be able to really identify with the beginning Monster Hunter player. Okay, maybe not next week, but, you know, maybe a few months from now. I won't be able to identify with um, beginning strategy. So I just wanted to get this recorded and let you know that it is okay to not know shit about monster hunter i'm here for you and if you're totally confused ask me a question and i'll probably tell you i don't know either um but it's been fun giving it a go and um i really hope that i get into the franchise um i actually might try monster hunter world if i get through monster hunter rise i and i think i will um I think I might try Monster Hunter World, maybe not right away, but but down the road. Um, I might give it a try and see. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. And I'll be excited for the next entry in the franchise. And, uh, yeah. Or maybe I'm just telling myself that. And in a week, I will tell you that I stopped playing Monster Hunter. Anyway, that's about it. We'll just call that a wrap for the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, hope everyone's having a good week uh, we'll see you next week for episode 40 of the dads after dark show take us away sadie the dads after dark show is a part of the nintendo dads family of podcasts you can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available including itunes google play spotify and stitcher be sure to join us on the nintendo dads discord in the dads after dark show channel for some naughty after dark talk. Follow us on Twitter at NDadsAfterDark. Ask us a question and we may answer it on the show. That's all for tonight. Good night, dads. Sweet dreams. <laughs>